Here we are. It's another Saturday morning. It is time for the Cummins Real Estate Group Show. time for the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and of course myself, Curtis Pope. Quick question for you. Now, I know we talked a little bit about this before, but been working with you as a realtor here recently trying to figure out if we can afford a new house. It's been all fun. It has been fun. <laughs> it's It's been a lot uh, less stressful dealing with you than when I bought houses in the past. Oh, that's so great. Thank I mean, you. I think it's partially because we know each other too. And and my wife uh, has spent the last decade watching HGTV uh, nauseum. So uh, she's got a lot of questions. Such great shows on that. <laughs> Which, what's your favorite one of those shows? Uh, that's something I've never asked you. Oh, that is a good question. Okay, well, when when I first started really watching it, uh, it was the first, oh, what was that called? And she now runs her own store in Ontario, I believe. Property Virgins. Oh, that yes, was the yep. name. I loved that show. And she reminded me of my sister, Danica, so much. Uh, that was my favorite then. And now, like, Chip and Joanna Gaines, I love that That's one. my favorite, because Chip is, I would love to go for a beer with that guy. I don't know what it is. I watched him eat a cockroach on one episode for 50 bucks. Ew. And then he even said, I would have done it for 25. Oh, <laughs> gross. I, he just, he, he, there's something about that guy. I mean, like, I would love to just sit and, you know, have a chat with him and see what he'd be like. But uh, yeah. Such real people. Yes. And they should probably, you know, slow down having the kids. What are they up to five now? Uh, they, yeah. They just had another one. Yeah. They just Crazy. go, go, go like the energy. Well, I don't know like where they energy. have time to take care of the kids because they're always doing these <laughs> oh, houses. And they've got a farm. They have horses. Uh, Chip is on the front page of Cowboys and Indians magazine right now. <laughs> like they just don't stop. They don't stop. Well, he has a lot of energy. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay, Michelle. Now we have, uh, well, you have a list of here of, of things. And I guess it's a bit of a different thing here because instead of critiquing, you know, the market and things like that, instead it's a, it's a, a gentle critique of of things to watch out for with real estate agents because I imagine, you know, there's some rookies and some people that maybe have been doing things too long and some people that might not be doing things for the right reasons and you maybe have some warning signs we should watch out for. I do. And I'd like to point out that tongue is planted firmly in cheek, right? That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got? Let's hear number one. Okay. So number one, when you ask, can I see your portfolio of sold homes? And they're like, hmm? Um, well, dumbfounded. <laughs> Portfolio? What? I mean, I, I had to have sold a home? Yeah. A uh, question mark in your mind as as their potential client and your potential realtor. Competent real estate agents won't shy away from this question. So even if they've started out and they haven't, they don't have a lot to show you, many new licensees actually represent a new breed of hungry, smartphone packing, internet savvy go-getters who might just be the agent you need. Well, you would think they would want to, like, that's like a badge of honor. I've sold this many houses in this many months, and here's what I got for them. They'd, you'd think they'd want to pass that info on, right? Exactly. And if they don't have a lot, I mean, but they, they're strong, they're wise, they should have a good answer to come back at. So, and second one, when you ask, how's the market looking right now? And they're like, oh, it's great, it's great, but... It's like come down a bit or it's slow down a bit. I mean, nobody wants to just hear it's great. So speaking in generalities is okay at a family reunion or on the golf course. But during a listing presentation, competent real estate agents will explain in great detail all of the relevant market conditions which may impact the sale of your home. I know I've asked you that question. I still don't understand the answers. 
It's great, Curtis. <laughs> it's great. great. <laughs> just, you can get away with just telling me it's great. Because <laughs> you've given me details. I'm looking at it going, I don't know what this means, but I think it's good. Read between the lines. <laughs> uh, I'm not that smart, Michelle. Haven't you learned that? <laughs> Market snapshot. You're such a humble man. <laughs> Number three, when you ask, what's your opinion of the schools in the area? And they're like, huh, schools, let's see, let's see. <laughs> well, this question, uh, shouldn't they shouldn't be dumbfounded by it as well. Because competent agents, again, because they're, they're already aware of your area, or they should be, they know your area's school systems inside and out. So when dealing with potential buyers, they will point them to the right resources, enabling them to conduct their own research and make an informed opinion. Yeah, you wouldn't want to move into a neighborhood and find out that it's the worst school in town. In fact, the worst school in the province. Because <laughs> you know, you buy your your neighborhood, you buy your area as much as your home, and it, the school that your kids go to is pretty important, I would say. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? For when you ask, my home obviously needs some TLC. Is there anything I can do to improve its curb appeal? And the realtor's like laughing and thinking of a wrecking ball. Okay. Okay. This is obviously. I hope that's not coming from experience when I asked you about my house. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I have a literal wrecking ball. (laughs) His name is Richard, right? Sometimes. (laughs) You won't actually get laughed at. At least I hope not. But regardless of how much sprucing up your home needs, competent agents will assist you in determining exactly what needs to be done to maximize its appeal to the market. There are also have a long list of trusted vendors you can call upon. So they should be able to help you in that. All right. And what do we have next? What are we up to? Uh, Number five. So when you ask, do you think you can get top dollar for my home? And (laughs) I would hope the answer would always be yes. You know what? I wouldn't want the real estate agent to go, well, you know, uh, that would be a dry spell. I've only been getting about 80% of what I've been asking, uh, but uh, I think we can get you what you paid for it. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. We're, we're not going to lose money on the deal. How's that sound? They're like <laughs> shoulders up, wondering, hmm, I don't know, a terrified look in their face. <laughs> Competent real estate agents are confident, not shy or dismissive or intimidated when you ask this question. So, in fact, they want you to ask it because it's a green light to sum up all the reasons why they're perfect for selling your home. All right, let me try that. Michelle, can you get me top dollar for my home? Absolutely. Let me show you how. See, look how quick that was. <laughs> Love it. All right, what's the next one? But we need another half hour show we in another order half to tell hour you show. everything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that at a later date. <laughs> we'll do. Okay, well, next one. When you ask, what's the average days on market in this area? And they're like fumbling on their phones, trying to look it up on the internet or something. I mean, competent agents, this type of information is like their phone number. They know it by heart. Don't necessarily expect an exact number. Ballpark is fine. However, a competent agent will know if it's three months or closer to three days. So they should know. And lastly, when you ask, what is your sale to list ratio versus the market? And they're like, what's a ratio? I was thinking that. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. So explain it now to me. Okay, Curtis. Like the last question. 
competent agents can give you a solid answer on the spot. This is a measurement they take pride in. Good listing agents can often outperform the market by using aggressive marketing techniques and strategies that will enable their listings to sell faster and for a higher dollar amount. So they should know their absorption rate. How many do they sell compared to how many listings they have? And within the market as well. Explain something to you about radio people. Math is not our strong point, and that's why we got into radio. Obviously, you need to have some math skills to be a real estate agent. Well, you know, I use the mortgage calculator myself, so... Well, you want to have exact numbers with this. You don't want to be going, well, roughly, you're going to have, you know, you know this or that or whatever. Yeah, you want pretty much exact numbers. And what are my monthly thumb. payments going to be? Yeah, it's, it's not something to take lightly or make a mistake in. So rule of thumb is you always calculate at least three times. That sounds Make sure the figure comes out three times right. <laughs> that sounds like an accurate statement. That, that's actually a good question. Like I, I've always wanted. To, so, what skill set do you need to be a top one percent real estate agent like yourself? Oh, thank you for asking, Curtis. <laughs> actually, um, it is rule like the golden rule: treat others as you would like to be treated. It's love for what you do and for the people you do it for. It's wor- hard work, like. Don't mind working long hours and actually working and doing the job. And it's really wisdom. It's knowledge. It's it's following up. That's huge. I'm a, a mentor and I'm constantly, you've got to follow up. The people who don't follow up with phone calls and inquiries and questions, um, the realtors who don't call, call you back, I mean, nobody likes that. So follow up and, and get people the information they ask for and do it in a very timely fashion because time is of the essence really is and i guess you have to have the right personality for it too and you have to be able to um to connect with people right absolutely you're connecting your you're with and working with people more than more than buildings and structures and land and houses it really is a, a people business so you have to have that and I wanted to say a very Merry Christmas to you, Curtis. I well, uh, hope you, you had much. a wonderful Christmas, you and your family. And um, I think Santa left something at my place uh, for you. That's funny because I've been on the naughty list since 1977. That's probably why he left it in my house. Ho, 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 ho. Well, that's a, in a Santa bag and I everything. Know, well, not only did he leave something behind, but <laughs> it's... It's a big bag, and it's a big. What comes box. out? Oh, <laughs> I mean, do I open it? Yes, open it. Open it. Why wait? The suspense is right. killing me. Uh, but the wrapping was so nice. Oh, <laughs> oh my! My wife is going to be so happy because she's going to be like, "Where are you going to put that?" I now have. A prop from my favorite Christmas movie, A Christmas Story, the the leg lamp. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Santa. Some nice stockings on that leg lamp. There's something else in there. How did you do two presents? Oh, Santa has something else for you. You must not have been as naughty as you well, thought. Well, maybe I'm not as bad as I thought. I uh, Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho. This even says ho, ho, ho on it. I watched <laughs> The Christmas Chronicle. Santa doesn't say that. <laughs> that was a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, Netflix original. Oh, and from my other favorite movie, I have the <laughs> Moose Mug. <laughs> Can I get you anything? Drive you up from the forest? Leave you for dead? Uh, that is awesome. Well, thank you, Santa Claus. I am now feel so festive. <laughs> now, if there's any eggnog left uh, at your place. I haven't had you can... any eggnog yet this year, and I'm going to indulge now because I have to.
Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I guess we need to, this is about the time we take a break, isn't it? Dairyland eggnog. Love it. Yes, absolutely. Um, Going to take a quick break before we go anywhere. Actually, we have to give your web address. Oh, michellecummins.ca. Just one L. One L. No G. No G. All right, we are back with the second segment of the Cummins Real Estate Group show because apparently I've been saying it wrong all this time. And you've been too polite to correct me. <laughs> it's just been your twist. That's my <laughs> twist. I'm twisted, Richard. That's the key. Uh, I'd like to again thank uh, Santa for dropping off uh, those gifts at your place for me. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, you know, the, the Marty the Moose cup, which I, I can't wait to use. And, of course, the Christmas Story lamp, which, you know, will probably look great in the new man cave of that house you're going to sell me. Yes, I hope it lights up many nights for you. Because <laughs> that's not just a once a year kind of thing. <laughs> All year round. And that one place that you have had me looking at had a fantastic man cave. It did. It's so nice. It literally was a man cave. It's in the basement, away from everything. And you can't stop thinking about it, can you? No, I can't. Thanks See, for that. that's a sign. That's a sign. It is. That's what I need. Yeah, a sign. <laughs> a sign that this is the place I got to have. Uh, no, well, again, we will continue talking about uh, the whole process. We could probably do a whole show one day of what we've gone through and what we checked out. And We should bring the mics on the road. We could do that. We could do some segments of uh, of me and my wife asking questions and or some uh, Facebook videos or something. And here's what happens. Here's Curtis, you know, staring longingly at the man cave. That'll or be the, a blast. One place you showed us had that incredible wet bar. Yeah. Nothing matches that. No. That was the nicest bar well. area of any house I've ever seen. I would probably never leave that area. So it's a probably good thing that we decided that one was too far away from everything. But you took a photo of it, right? We did. So that'll last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one day I'll try to create said bar area in a basement of my house. All right, but enough about me and my, my attempt to buy a new house here. <clears throat> if I can get pre-approved. Jamie, are you listening? Jamie? Jamie Moy? Please tell me you're listening. You were approved the day you were born. Curtis. Oh, there. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I think they broke the mold is what I'm told. I hope they did. Actually, no, my mini-me is my son, Cody. He's just like me, sadly. He's they awesome. Did, oh, he's a handful. Uh, so they should we, be at that age. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so we were talking, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, of course, Christmas has passed. We all had a great Merry Christmas. Still a holiday season. We come up to New Year's in a couple of days. But uh, you like to kind of make Christmas every day, you say. Yes, because Christmas, this whole season doesn't have to be just one day or one time a year. It, every day we can bring joy and hope and love into other people's lives and, and use our uh, God-given life to to help others. So uh, actually, every transaction that I do, I, I you see those miracle uh, toppers on my listings, on my for sale signs. It's a miracle home. Well, that's a miracle into a child's life. So out of every transaction, I give to uh, the Children's Miracle Network. So my clients, I just want to thank everyone for who who has uh, chosen me because uh, you've been able to make a difference in these children's lives by that. So um, it, it all it all helps and shares. So it's an incredible thing to be able to to give back to the community, and I know that too because we get asked to do a lot of charity work in radio in the music industry, and uh, you know you go MC events and stuff like that, and people go, well, you don't get paid for it. Well, no, you don't get paid, but. You're helping make a difference. You're at that event to help out the hospice society. You're at the event to help the cancer society. And in some small way, by being up on stage and, and you know, bringing an axe out, stuff like that, you're helping put it all together, helping make it more enjoyable, helping people out. It just, it feels good. It really does. And one person can make and they do make a difference. So even ringing the bells for the Salvation Army, uh, you know, that... 
that is is giving. So Richard and I got to do that this year, and it makes a big difference. Was Richard an elf, or was he Santa? What was your outfit? I was Santa, but here's the thing. Um, we what did we get that night? We saw someone on a, some random person on Facebook had a big shout out going. Whoever those guys were ringing the bells for the Salvation Army on the corner were rocking it. <laughs> so we were having fun. Excellent. Well, that's that's part of it, too. You, got, you can't just stand and ring the bell going, want to donate, want to donate. <laughs> Although they got me at one place because they took Interact. I'm like, I never have any change. Go, no ah, way. We can take Interact. And what? They gotcha. have a little, little that's tap amazing. <laughs> All right. You got me. Let me help you out because I never have change anymore. Must, that's must yeah. make the job kind of hard when you're out there because who has money anymore? Exactly. Coins. A pocket full of coins. Yeah. It's a rarity. These days. You got any change in your pocket? It's going jingling ling jingling ling <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and also, I wanted to say, uh, on my website, on the homepage, where you can, like, give, um, you're looking for an evaluation, uh, you click the link, it says, uh, for evaluation free or by donation. That's another way we love to give back is say if if you want evaluation, maybe you just need it for the bank or you're going to refinance or, uh, you know, you're just interested in the market, but you're not thinking about selling or, you know, it's just a way, again, of giving. So I offer the free service. It doesn't mean you're going to list with me. It doesn't matter to me, but uh, you can donate by by that button on my homepage when you ask for an evaluation. And I actually will match up to a certain amount. (laughs) I will match um, every donation. So I've been doing that for a little while. While now too and it's been really good very very cool so yeah i mean it's it's always nice when people uh, you do stuff like that and i know that not everybody does they do other things and maybe that aren't as uh you know upfront and, and people can see and uh it is nice though when you can see that people really care right that that mm-hmm. makes it that much more of a want for people to do business with you sometimes because they know you got a heart yeah you know what happened too uh when we were first married so this was uh quite a few years, Ten years ago, ago. <laughs> and we were you this feels much longer you know? right <laughs> Let me tell you, Curtis. Don't answer that. Don't, Don't answer that, answer. dude. Let me get the, get in trouble, not you. And you know how you're always struggling when you're newly married and everything. So we were Well, wow. It's been struggling. almost 20 years and we're still struggling. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I have an expensive habit. Her name is Kelly. Anyway, carry on. When you're first I married, I don't mean you're to struggling. laugh at that. No. Um, <laughs> so like $7 in the bank account, like, you know. Um, but we came home one day and there was a Christmas tree just waiting for us on our porch. And I just had tears, obviously. Um, We weren't even going to be able to have a Christmas tree that year. And somebody just dropped off a Christmas tree out of the blue. And one day, a few years ago, I was having a really, really hard day. uh, And I was driving through a Starbucks. So, um, you know, and I'm in my Daytona race RT awesome car. And, but my face looked so depressed, must have been in the mirror of the person behind me, I'm thinking, because it was a sad um, day for me. And they bought my coffee. And I thought, oh my gosh, here I am in a, you know, pretty nice car going through Starbucks. It's not, you know, it's, and they just decided to buy my coffee for me. And that struck me. And I was just like, I, you know, just the little things, anything you can do, even if, you know, buy the person's groceries that's behind you or, you know, those make the biggest differences, I think. The pay it forward at the drive-thru at at, at Tim Hortons or Starbucks is one of the easiest ways to make somebody's day. Um, It's happened to me. I've been uh, the recipient of that and I've done it a couple times too. And I always wonder too, like, when does it stop? Because right away you're like, well, I got to buy it for the person behind me. (laughs) And then you wonder, well, I got to buy it for the person behind you. You wonder how long it goes in a chain before somebody goes, 
I'm not paying for theirs. <laughs> I've also been burned by that where I was buying a coffee and I'm like, yeah, I'll get the one uh, behind me. Okay, they're buying three egg sandwiches. They've got 17 <laughs> coffees. I'm like, I'll pay for it anyway. That's awesome. Well, but you didn't know someone's backstory. Just with, the, like you said, you know, you maybe you didn't look like a charity case, but someone saw a look on your face or something like that. When we had, the, when they had, that Christmas tree was dropped off, no one would have known. We had just had our honeymoon and... Uh, we just went to the island. We went to Vancouver Island. I thought every day with Michelle was a honeymoon, you told me. Well, it is. <laughs> but we, Making uh, up for the earlier comments. See, I'm helping him out there. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm um, but we had, uh, so on our, what's the last thing you wanted in your honeymoon? We got in a big car wreck. Oh. And so it just, it destroyed, like, it was just the worst thing to happen. And how, something like just having a Christmas tree dropped off, we still, to this day, don't know who it was. Hmm. But it can, it, it changes your whole attitude. Absolutely. Inspiration. Now, I understand you have a song we want to play, another seasonal song. Well, just to cap it all off, are you sick of me yet? This is, what, my third time here? No, I think, you know, one day, and, and, and we won't tell Michelle, um, but we'll actually, I think we should get you and have you co-host like an afternoon with me or something. Oh, let's do it. Uh, you know, because you're a music guy, you're a music geek like me, we can have all kinds of fun. Okay, I look forward to but it. But we won't tell Michelle. No, you'll, you'll have to hear it live. Because then she'll be driving around going, what are they doing? <laughs> you'll hear I want to be surprised. The phone is will be ringing going, make him stop, make him stop. Yeah. Before he says something, he's Say it. <laughs> Meanwhile, my wife will be texting me going, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, we'll get in all kinds of trouble. Well, I was going to say that you're talking about homes. Uh, you know, you don't want to be uh, in that list there. You don't want to be in the worst school ever. You know, here's you putting your, you know, foot in your mouth. I did have the worst high school ever, but it wasn't because of the teachers or anything. We Lord Tweedsmer was raided before they rebuilt it. The first building in BC to collapse if we ever had a minor earthquake. <laughs> so <laughs> literally... You know, I'll say stuff like that and they'll go, what? But it's a new school now, folks. Actually, my high school was very similar. Richmond High was like 80 years old when I went there and like people were like leaning against walls and they would go through drywall because it was so old and beat up. (laughs) They tore it down a couple of years after and they have a beautiful new school in Richmond that I didn't go to. It was probably beautiful (laughs) asbestos right through that drywall. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it was beautiful. So (laughs) so this song, it's a seasonal song uh, off your uh, your collection of... (laughs) Timely Christmas songs and seasonal tunes that you, you never thought would see the light of day. I, I don't even know why we're doing this. Literally, like we said, that was in one week, uh, very eggnog-infused, adult eggnog-infused recordings, and we went bananas. I'm not even sure how it was done. I, and so there, I, we heard it last week. And I'm like, Michelle, why? <laughs> you know, but she goes, it's a treat for all the, all the listeners fine. from the Cummins Real Estate Group. Well, that's a treat. You know, mm, Okay. But apparently there's some good feedback we had. There we go. Well, what, what do you got for us this time? Uh, well, it's, we wish you a Merry Christmas. It's still in the week. I know people who, between Christmas and, and New Year's. And a Happy New Year. We'll, we'll keep uh, the radio on. And a Happy New Year. And Michelle likes Trans-Siberian. So as we were recording it, you'll hear Michelle singing on it. We sing a little bit. And then it just goes into all the music. And then I, I did my best Eddie Van Halen shredding at the end uh, to bring it to a close. And that sort of is like the... Th- you know, a thrilling end to 2018. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing your best Eddie Van Halen here. <laughs> I don't remember the eggnog. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings to you wherever you are. Good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. 